was born on the 17th of November, Delve into a world of words with books and beyond. A podcast made especially for audiobook lovers. I came into the world as the youngest of five children. I wondered children. what Her Majesty would be like. Fie upon you, limpid one. Why have you taken... Immerse yourself in gripping stories and timeless classics from the comfort of your own personal space. Sun Tzu underlined three points on the context to gain There was initiative. no better wine and not to mention... The Whether you're a bookworm or a casual listener, our carefully curated selection of audiobooks will transport you to new worlds and stir your imagination. Subscribe to Books and Beyond and start your audiobook adventure now on radio.cgtn.com or your favorite podcast app. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable with myself, He Young. I'm joined by Pearl and Yushun in the studio. Coming up, we share with you what we've read, what we've seen, and what we've enjoyed. Essentially, what's made us happy in Roundtable's happy place. And with increasing consumer demand for a wide variety of fresh fruits, the volume of fresh produce being moved in China rises every year. However, moving fresh produce at this scale is no mean feat. We take a look at how stakeholders overcome a number of challenges across the value chain in managing this immense task. Our podcast listeners can find us at Roundtable China on Apple Podcast. We love that you listen to the show and we want to hear from you. Your observations, questions, and comments are all appreciated. We read every single email and listen to every single voice memo you send us. You can reach us at ezfmroundtable at foxmail.com. Your voice could be featured in the show in our heart-to-heart segment. Now, welcome to Roundtable's Happy Place. Delivery. 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 What is it? Happiness from Roundtable. Yushun, what's your happy place this week? Yeah, um, first of all, I remember that previously we talked about the improvement of China's transportation map, right? Um, and it's been improved a lot. And um, this week, my happy place is more specific about a metro line. And this is a line in Suzhou, which is the eastern part of China. Um, it is line 11, and it has officially started operating and achieved seamless transfer with Shanghai Metro Line 11, marking the first interprovincial connection of subway systems among cities in the Yangtze River Delta, which means you can take the subway from the eastern city of Suzhou to Shanghai without going to a railway station. And this collaboration between Shanghai and Suzhou on the Metro Lines as the first Interprovincial urban rail transit in the country is of great significance, I think, in promoting internal connectivity within two different cities. And it not only enriches the you know transportation options for all of these citizens, these two cities, but also has the potential to generate a more profound effect as two of the largest cities in terms of economic scale in the Yangtze River Delta the interconnection of their metro systems can promote the closer integration of technology 
and、um, data and other elements. And、um, the exploration during this construction of these metro lines will provide experience for more, you know, regional connection and integration across this country. I think what is even more happier for me,、um, <laughs> the planned. Westward extension of this Suzhou Metro Line Three will connect with Wuxi Metro Line, which is in my hometown.、Mm-hmm. Yeah,、um, allowing the subway network to extend further westward from Shanghai. And with the construction to be done, it makes it possible for a person to travel from Wuxi all the way to Shanghai by taking the subway. So I think it is not only、um, making the travel and the lifestyles of residents there more convenient and efficient, but also、um, reflecting the ever-improving infrastructure development, which is increasingly beneficial to all of the citizens. Yes. So you're talking about everybody going underground, right? Of course,、oh. part of the metro is、um, on the ground. Yeah. Most of it no, underground. That's quite the construction feat. Wonderful. And Pearl, what's your happy place? My happy place is traveling. So I've just returned from、um, Dao County in Hunan Province. It's、um, Dao County. Some people describe it as a forgotten place、um, because not many people know about it. But it's、uh, is、um, maybe five hours by train traveling from. Changsha, the capital city of、uh, Hunan Province, and it's on like southwest, yeah, southwest of the capital city Changsha, and it falls under a smaller city called Yangzhou,、mm-hmm. and、um, so yeah, it was a beautiful experience for me because over there I also met a couple of amazing people. And they happen to be fellow South Africans,、oh. <laughs> Ruth and、uh, Stephen Green, and they're also from the same province as me,、oh. which was amazing. We had、uh, <laughs> a lot to you know talk about. But yeah, if you want to learn a bit more about them, you can listen to the Chat Lounge、uh, podcast, which is hosted by Tu Yun, and I'm guest co-hosting on it.、Uh, so. We had a lot of fun chatting with these、uh, young couple from South Africa and their experience、um, in Dao County and how they got there. It's a very interesting story which involves love.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, if you find, want to find out more, please tune in to、um, CGTN Radio as well as you know Chat Lounge, and you will learn a bit more about the place. And also, what I got to learn about the place, you know. It's、um, one of the main. Zhou Dunyi is it? Yeah, a prominent,、um, I guess, figure in、uh, Chinese history and literature. People may know him when they think of Lotus. Yes. Then his name would come to mind because he wrote some very beautiful,、um, I guess, literature or、mm-hmm. a, a beautiful essay paying tribute to this beautiful flower, lotus flower. We visited his、um, former residence there, where he spent his first fifteen years、wow. of his life uh, in uh, Dao County, and、uh, the home is still there, being kept as a、uh, heritage site, so people can visit it and learn a bit more about this、uh, scholar who lived in this、uh, in this home. And、um, you can also see.、Um, 
lotus flowers there's a lake in front of the house so the the house is perched at the foot of a hill and then right in front of the house there is this huge lake and right now because um, lotus flowers are in bloom you will just see the sea of lotus flowers in front of the house so it's very beautiful and you understand why he paid tribute to this flower i would recite the words but Oh, thank you. You are welcome. It's a group effort. And certainly every Chinese kid would have learned that crows. Yeah, in uh, would it be junior high school or or middle school or something like that. So thank you very much. You've put my smile on my face. Pearl. (laughs) I can totally understand what Pearl was thinking because there is an old Chinese saying, uh, <laughs> it means that uh, your hometown fellows meet each other, especially when you are in a- another place. Your tears may even burst out. Yeah. So yeah, I can understand. And I believe that could be absolutely a surprising and amazing experience for you. Yeah, it was. And especially since they were very lovely people, both of them. My happy place this week is music related. We have yet to obtain the license to play this phenomenal music score on the show. So here's me verbally explaining it. Okay, so the series finale of... The TV drama Succession has recently been aired. And the show, after spanning five years and four seasons, has finally ended. It is a prestige drama about siblings battling for the throne of the Roy family media empire and the favor of the patriarch. It combines dry-cutting dialogue and a sharp critique of wealth and power. And here's my happy place. The main theme music score of Succession is one of my all-time favorite TV themes ever written, if not my very favorite. It's by American composer called Nicholas Brattel, and you might know his music from films like Moonlight, The Big Short, and Vice. And he's won the Outstanding Original Main Title Theme Music Emmy for it in 2019. And every time when I listen to the main theme music score of succession i feel as if millions of dollars are rolling into my bank account and i'm ready for a battle of succession to a multi-billion dollar media empire excuse me (laughs) it has a feeling of drama but also a momentous becoming like you're on the periphery of something happening and that's the power of the music written by this particular man and the music score of succession is 18th century court music married to heart pounding beats in the past artists have found it impossible to incorporate such modern music forms as hip-hop into a dramatic underscore for films but Nicholas Spratel changes everything, and his CV reads like the setup for a comedy flick. A Harvard-educated, world-class pianist who studied psychology and once played in a moderately successful hip-hop band who wound up managing portfolios on Wall Street. And that's until he started scoring movies after turning 30 and, you know, at 30 years old and also you know a lot of us are talking about uh this is hardly midlife crisis but when you're a 30 something year old and you're thinking that oh maybe i want to 
changed my career path a little bit or I've been doing this thing for so long and not all of us can manage to sort of find a new turn in life and uh, even with somebody as talented as Nicholas Brattel, um, it took him great courage and also the financial crisis in 2008 to finally make this decision to start scoring movies. And then he quickly acquired Academy Award nominations. And he's been at it for more than 10 years now. Well, Nicholas Brattel, I'll be following his work. So, yeah, the music score of Succession. Get the soundtrack of all four seasons on every music streaming app. It's out there. And if you want some really cool background music and also to feel rich and powerful for some reason, um, go check it out. <laughs> and coming up next, we take a look at China's fast, fresh produce logistics. Stay tuned. Looking for passion? How about fiery debate? Want to hear about current events in China from different perspectives? Then tune in to Roundtable, where East meets West, and understanding is the goal. It's the Hour of Roundtable with myself, He Yang. I'm joined by Pearl and Yushun in the studio. The shelf life of fresh fruits and vegetables is greatly influenced by transportation conditions. Thanks to the super-fast logistics and cost-effective distribution network in China, gone are the days when fruits produced far away were considered a luxury or a rare treat. So now an order of cherries from Dalian to Shanghai only takes less than a day or something like that. The land distance between Dalian and Shanghai is approximately 1,900 kilometers. You'll need 24 hours to get through that mileage by bus. Well, keep us informed. Yeah, and, and this is actually a real example that actually happened to a customer surnamed Bai. So he ordered some fresh juicy cherries online in Shanghai and these cherries are from the city of Dalian in northeast China's Liaoning province. And um, if you do that in the evening, and you will receive them the following afternoon. That's how speedy this delivery is. And we can see in order to let customers receive their fruit on time, some joint effort are needed during this whole process. Um, first of all, uh, according to the report of People's Daily, the farmers need to pick the cherries at 4.30 a.m. and finish in less than an hour. Then, with some cold chain delivery, for example, the specially designed refrigerated fruit crate to keep the cherries fresh longer. And then, with the collaboration between delivery company and the airport to develop a green channel for the fruit and advanced sorting system and then finally distribute to every customer's household and all of these procedures make up this incredible experience of buying fresh fruit from another side of the country i mean it's interesting that companies are coming up with very innovative measures to keep these perishable highly perishable fruits because no one wants to get a squishy beaten up fruit. So to hear that um, this company, um, this Korea Enterprise uh, SF Express, has come up with this refrigerated and well-perforated food crate, meaning it 
it, the fruit can still breathe in this uh, in this crate, but you know it it still keeps it fresh because according to the company, the fruit remains fresh for about I think sixty hours. Mm. So uh, it's enough time, I guess, for the fruit to get to I mean from Dalian to Shanghai, where this uh, buyer or the client is, and so more companies need to come up with innovative measures to you know keep our food fresher for longer so that we remain healthier because no one wants to eat something that will make them sick or just you know something that looks ugly like a fruit many fruits are perishables highly perishable mm-hmm. so we need to keep them in good shape and eat them as if we just picked them from a tree yes and that's hardly something super new anymore now it is all these logistics companies um, sort of like their standard practice to provide this kind of service. So there's major upgrade in facilities and what these companies can do in bringing perishable goods at such a fast speed to the customer. And guys, what do you see as the biggest challenges in shipping fresh produce? There could be weather issues. Mm. You know, right now we are experiencing, I guess, the one Rain. of the biggest rainfalls yeah. that we've seen in, in a year. And um, I mean, so a couple of provinces here in China are suffering or have been hardest hit by the recent rainfall in the past few days. And we've seen, unfortunately, people perishing in the floods. And so those things can... and can impact you know transportation and uh, the roads have been uh, destructed or have been damaged so you can't travel on road or drive your fruits on road and some flights may be delayed so that 60 hour (laughs) allocation for the crates might be compromised at the end of the day so i think right now Climate change, as it's hitting us hard, may be a challenge that we need to deal with and come up with new measures, especially um, when it comes to um, pushing back this climate change challenge. I mean, we can come up with uh, highly innovative technologies, but we also need to, um, uh, to actually stop climate change. Yeah, global warming. We need to stop that so that we are able to live a better life, I guess. Yeah, and I think uh, one of the biggest challenges is um, the distance, of course. We know that a lot of uh, career companies that they can deliver their packages so fast is because they have so many warehouses spread like basically across the whole nation right and so that when you place an order they will um basically allocate where you are and uh, the package and then they mm, deliver the one that is closest to you Mm. um but if we are talking about these fresh fruit basically they grow in one place and uh, customers are all around the country so this is one of the biggest issues, I think. And another one is, I think, the cost of this transportation. We know that, of course, these fruit, if you want to keep them fresh, you can take plane and uh, it can they t- basically take hours to get it. But the cost of taking airplanes for fruit is actually quite high. And I bas- personally ordered something with um, cold chain delivery and, you know, that cost of delivery, you know, 
if if I'm buying it for one person, I think it's quite expensive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Portions they matter too. And customers in China are used to fresh fruits being delivered at a tremendous speed nowadays. How do logistics keep up? Well. Transportation has been made more efficient these days. For modern transportation systems such as refrigerated trucks and cargo planes, ensure that、um, the fruit that we purchase are transported quickly and safely from farms to distribution centers and then to retail outlets or consumers' doorsteps, as the, we've just seen with Mr. Bai from Shanghai who ordered his cherries, and、uh, they were delivered. I think they got to him the next day, so it was a short period of time when you consider the distance. And so there is efficiency in the transportation that have, that has been implemented or improved, and also. You know, ensuring that there is a close、uh, working relationship between、uh, farms as well as、uh, the courier companies and、uh, the e-commerce platforms. I've seen a number of、uh, collaborative efforts there. So when you are getting the products and、uh, how they will be delivered to the clients that are ordering them, so those processes are being improved, and also the storage and packaging has been improved as we we touched on some of. The methods, Elia, the crates that have been improved.、Uh, innovations in storage and packaging methods、uh, include controlled atmosphere storage and protective packaging、um, that help extend the shelf life of uh, these uh, fresh produce,、um, uh, fruits, and vegetables that we order from far away. While they also maintain the freshness during transit. The crates that we referred to earlier、uh, that has been introduced this year. It's only been introduced this year. In 2023, by SF Express, so that's a great,、uh, tremendous、um, achievement, I think.、Mm-hmm. And then you also have supply chain integrations. I think I touched on that earlier.、Mm-hmm. The seamless integration of supply chain networks that allows for real-time tracking and optimization, enabling fruits to reach their destinations、uh, within. Minimal delays, or or with minimal delays、uh, or detours, but yes, we do have issues such as the weather that may throw、yeah. things off. But you know, there that doesn't happen, you know, very often. So we are happy for that. And、uh, also, digitization and automation, we've seen、uh, tremendous improvements, especially in China. The use of digital technologies, automa- automation, and artificial intelligence has re- really, really re- revolutionized order processing, inventory management, and route optimization, leading to more efficient and、uh, faster deliveries. So those are the,、uh, I, I guess,、uh, the improvements that have been made to ensure that、um, our fruits do get to us in a speedy way, but also. They are very fresh and delicious. Ooh, very delicious indeed! And how big is this logistics network that we're talking about here? Yeah, overall, China's logistics value reached three hundred forty-seven point six trillion yuan. That's about forty-eight point six trillion U.S. dollars in twenty twenty-two, which is a year-on-year increase of three point four percent, representing. Steady growth in the country's logistics sector. That's according to a report by the Ministry of Commerce. And the total volume of trade logistics reached 120 trillion yuan, up by 0.2 percent. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and we can see、um, it is still growing in 2023. During the January May period in 2023, logistics volume rose 4.5 percent year on year to 129.9 trillion yuan. That's about 18 trillion U.S. dollars. That's according to the China Federation of Logistics and Purchasing. Statistics of some key logistic companies in China show that large automated sorting facilities and smart logistic parks are capable of handling up to 10 million parcels a day. Because we can already see that、um, example of this Mr. Bai with this, these cherries. Intelligently sorted by the system. Very smart indeed, and、uh, it's not only the fruits that are grown in this country that people can just order and arrive at your doorstep, sort of in in the blink of an eye, as it feels.、Um, also, there are some foreign fruits, but now、mm. they're grown here in China, and of course, if it's grown here, then it gets to you, Chinese customers, faster. So one example would be durian,、mm. that big, hulky, thorny beast with an aroma so strong it'll knock your grandma to her feet. Native to Malaysia and Indonesia, it's a divisive figure in the world of fruits.、Um, so now we've seen that. There is a big enough market for durians in China, and homegrown durian crop have entered the market too.、Um, I hope this is not too much of a smelly discussion.、Um, so yeah, tell us more about that. Yes,、um, we can see some reports、um, by CCTV Business. There are over seven thousand mu. That's about four hundred sixty-seven hectares of durian trees at the base. 1,400 of which are bearing fruit, with an estimated total yield for this year of about 40 metric tons. And this is only a small number compared with the 1 million tons consumed durians each year in China. But this could be a start of a new homegrown industry in the future, because this year we can totally see that the price of durians have decreased, and、um, a lot of customers are just so happy about it. I mean, not happy for. These durian haters. <laughs> yeah, it's funny.、Um, okay, you know durians were banned on Singapore subways for its smell, <laughs> potent、mm. even when the husk is intact. It's kind of like.、Um, Okay, it's the Kanye West of fruits. You either hate it or you love it intensely.、Um, what do you think, Pearl? <laughs> I'm afraid I'm one of the haters.、Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I mean, I've tasted. Have I tasted it? No, I've eaten like sweets. That、uh, are flavored, durian flavored candies. Yeah,、uh, so I, I'm okay. No, they're different. <laughs> I'm, a, but the smell is still there because it, it's the flavor of the fruit.、Uh, but、and、I've if, never. If you are only tasting the、uh, the durian flavored candies, then you are only tasting the bad part of it. Is it? Wow.、Yeah. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> and then the other day at、uh, when I was in、uh, Dow County, they they offered us. Like part of the meal, they included a pizza with the topping, durian topping. Yes, that's like a cre- creation festival in、And、China. I was like, no. First of all, <laughs> I don't eat fruits on my pizza, so I don't eat. 
pineapples on my pizza. I just prefer what about the Hawaiian. The... Yeah, exactly. Pineapples. They have Hawaiians、uh, have pineapples, and I don't like. Yeah, I don't like it. I just pick them out of、uh, out of out of the pizza because to me, I just prefer savory pizza.、Mm-hmm. You know, meaty or just you know tomato Mexican.、Mm-hmm. You know that kind of thing. But yeah, when I tasted the durian、uh, topping, was like no, thank you very much. Put it aside. Yeah. Well, now we know how you feel about durians. And the durian market in China is huge. Since 2019, durians have become the most imported fruit in the country by volume. In 2022, yeah, well, it's good news to know that if you're a lover of this particular kind of、uh, oh, the king of fruits, apparently, then you can get it at a cheaper price. And if it tastes just as good, ooh. Yeah,、uh, I'll be on the fence on this one,、uh, and that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you so much, Yushun and Pearl, for joining the discussion. I'm Hyung. We'll see you next time. <laughs>